self-aware self-care and anti-aging strategies. Today's episode is a very quick one and it's all about that. I'm just going to share a tip with you guys and this is going to be a new series that we're going to offer up. Um, Today's about fat metabolism and why it might not be a good idea. We've talked about this in the past, how the glu- using glucose for energy is a more natural and more efficient way for your body to produce energy and recover and regenerate. And the fat metabolism uh, way of doing it is a lot less efficient. It's taking more resources from your body and then it's really much harder for your body to replenish those resources. And this is what creates the aging process for people. It it basically accelerates it. And I'm going to explain a little bit more why. So a lot of times um, this is stimulated, the fat metabolism uh, it's stimulated from a shortage shortage of energy, and this is because we have a blood sugar fluctuation. So what happens is, because of low blood sugar, it, this creates your body to basically a stress response, which creates what we call a catabolic effect. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about what a catabolic effect means blood sugar, your blood sugar falls basically because, well, because you don't eat, but is one reason, but because your blood sugar, if your blood sugar falls, your liver, uh, generally it falls because your liver has not stored enough glycogen to turn into glucose. So what happens from here is your adrenaline increases and it puts more glycogen into circulation for your brain primarily to use because the brain runs mostly on on glycogen. Adrenaline then activates the breakdown of fat so that you can have some energy. So the circulation of fat makes up for the lack of sugar, but after the fat becomes a source of energy, the cells still need a source of sugar to maintain the function. So cortisol gets produced, and your basic process, so your basic processes can d- get done. Uh, but then they, so what happens eventually? The cortisol production creates this response for your body to turn you turn protein into sugar, and this produces cortisol. Uh, so the production of cortisol creates a breakdown in your muscle, your skin, and your immune system, and this is what causes the premature aging. Because really, your body is going to need that um, to get energy and to, you know, your heart, your lungs, and your brain. Those are the first things. Those are the things it needs to keep going for you to actually live. So those are uh, pretty high on the list. And your body's going to do anything to get energy to those organs. But we really don't want to be in that fat metabolism mode because when the glucose is only going to vital organs, you don't actually have enough glucose or energy to supply uh, for the regeneration process. So you're not actually able to regenerate your skin, your hair, um, etc., like you would if you had enough energy to do that um, and enough glucose in the liver as well as glucose in the muscles to provide for replenishment and regeneration. So therefore, fat metabolism becomes a problem when you're doing this kind of thing during the day. We usually have fat metabolism when we're sleeping at night, 
and we're basically fasting, but you really don't want to be doing that during the day, and a lot of people actually uh, drive their bodies into fat metabolism by intermittent fasting or just eating protein and fat or just mostly fat. Really a simple way to avoid aging rapidly is to keep your blood sugar levels up. Provide your body with good sugars. Don't totally and completely cut your, sh your sugars out. Eat fruit, root vegetables, squash, those kinds of things are super, super good for the liver. Um, and so really keeping the liver healthy is what's going to help you uh, stay young. It's gonna, you're gonna have great skin, also including saturated fat. Uh, coconut oil is a really, really great one. You can actually even put that on your skin, but it creates, um, it, it gives your body the resources that it needs in order to regenerate and replenish new cells and more energy in the body. So what this means is that every time your blood sugar drops, you are shifting over to this fat metabolism. Now we've been taught that fat metabolism is healthy but what I've seen is that it leads to premature aging and disease over time. And, and part of it is because your muscles store glycogen, and they store a lot of glycogen. But if you lose muscle mass or they decrease in size, then what happens is more of the burden is put onto the liver because the liver also stores glycogen, but then it's becomes overworked because the muscles aren't also storing glycogen and then what happens is your brain doesn't actually get the right kind of energy that it needs to function well and all of this information comes from Dr. Ray Pete and his articles as well as the research he's pulled together so tips on keeping your blood sugar regulated the first tip I would say would be to keep your digestive motility running. You want to continue to work your digestive motility just like you do with your muscles in a workout. Um, basically, it, it, the same goes true for your organs. Like you don't use them, you lose them. You lose that function when you don't actually um, work the muscles of the organ, I guess, to, in, in a way. So um, if you're not eating enough you're not really you know you're waiting a good example of it is like really waiting like up to five hours between meals or intermittent fasting even um, is not a good idea in my opinion because then you over time your body slows down you shift into that fat metabolism and what that really is is a slowdown of metabolism it slows all the organs functions including the thyroid so a few tips on how you can actually increase your digestive motility would be one would be one carrot a day, one raw carrot a day because the it's it sounds really simple but it's kind of an amazing tool because the fiber in the carrot actually will pull out the endotoxins in your gut and it will kind of clear away the bad bacteria and keep the good bacteria in the gut which will of course as we all know, good bacteria is good for your gut. The other thing, uh, mushrooms I found are really good for helping the liver function well, as well as the gut uh, motility and, and digestive motility and the gut bacteria. It's really, really helpful and it does a similar thing that the carrot does. So you can switch off between those, you can do both. 
The next tip I have for you guys is to eat more frequently. That goes in line with the digestive motility thing. So the more frequent small meals you can eat or fit into your day, the more um, your digestive system will be working and improving from that. Uh, the last and the third final uh, tip I have for today would be not to leave out any of your macronutrients. And I covered that a little bit earlier with um, talking about your good sugars. And the trend now seems to be to leave out sugar in the diet and to only eat fat and protein. I don't recommend that mainly because when you go into that kind of eating or that way of eating, you shift into the fat metabolism. That will speed up your aging. It will also slow down your metabolism over time. And you'll find that you get lots of inflammation later from that. Um, all, even though initially you may lose some weight and the inflammation may go down a bit. But then if you continue to, to do that and pull those resources in that way, you will eventually slow down. And your body will start to begin this process of inflammation. So that's why I recommend not to leave out any macronutrients. And if you don't know what a macronutrient is, it's basically your fat, your protein, and your carbohydrate. Carbohydrates um, are not all made the same. They're not all going to be in, uh, processed in your body the same way. So, of course, the starchier carbohydrates, your breads, your pastas, um, and uh, rice and even potatoes, um, even though I do recommend eating potatoes, you want to eat them a certain way so that you don't get that starchy response in your body because it's straight glucose. So we want to make sure, because the body needs insulin to actually metabolize uh, straight glucose in the body, we want to make sure that we eat those kinds of things in moderation. We also watch how our body responds to those kinds of foods. Um, the sugars that I would recommend or carbohydrates I recommend most people eat are your tropical fruits, um, your dairy. It has a lot of nutrients in it. It's a complete macronutrient, but it's also a carbohydrate. And um, it has also thyroid hormone in it. It's a really great way to get your protein in if you have trouble eating lots of meat. And potatoes, I recommend those. If you are going to do starchy potatoes and um, plantains and those kinds of things, you're going to get more nutrients, more minerals out of those kinds of things as opposed to like a bread or a pasta. So that's why I always say that's going to be better than, than your breads and pasta, which doesn't have as much mineral and, and vitamins because it's been you know, processed quite heavily and sometimes fortified. So it, they're adding iron back into it, and that's not always um, something that – uh, you want because your body has a hard time detoxing iron so you don't want a lot of excess iron in the body unless you're truly anemic and you're working with a doctor on that so the other tip that goes along with that is to be prepared make sure you have good healthy food on hand uh, to eat when you're like in that emergency situation where you find yourself not having anywhere to eat or really not having um, uh, a place or, or food on hand, basically you have snacks. So snacks are your tool for keeping your blood sugar regulated. And we really want to stay in the, um, the glucose driven metabolism, which is better for your thyroid. It's better for your immune system. It's better for your skin and your longevity uh, to help you stay disease free, as well as looking young and healthy for a much longer time. You'll have the energy also to do everything you want to do. 
So yeah, so those are my three tips for helping yourself. Feel free to comment or let me know how it goes. Or if you have any questions, we have the, our Facebook online community. Um, it's the Integrate, Your, Integrate Yourself Facebook online community. Check us out um, and feel free to comment on that page and let us know what you're thinking. We've also just recently started a Patreon page on uh, patreon.com. It's patreon.com slash integrate yourself. You can find our page. Um, it's a gr- That's a great way to support us in our podcast. You can donate anywhere from a dollar to $25. You get great rewards on that. We offer, um, as you get down the reward system, anything from uh, a, our monthly video t- tutorial. We're going to put all our just Patreon only our patron only content on that page as well. Um, And we're also gonna offer up some live streams once a month. So basically those will be kind of like coaching sessions. We're gonna be answering everyone's questions. So it's gonna be pretty awesome. It's gonna be a great way to connect with us. If you really like the information you're hearing on our podcast and you have more questions about it or you wanna know a little bit more in detail how to do it and live it, that's a great way to connect with us and get your answers to your questions met. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.